believe I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 39 of the ramblings of an insomniac. I am Courtney Perry. Hello and howdy. Um, it's been a minute, kind of a lot of things going on. I tried to record an episode a few days ago and it just was not going over well. So I thought, all right, we will revisit this at another time. So here I am revisiting. Um, anyway, um, the things that have been keeping me up. Lord, a lot, uh, a lot. Things are quite unsettling nowadays in this world, um, particularly here in the States. Well, I shouldn't say particularly because I shouldn't say that. Things are unsettling everywhere and definitely in the Ukraine, definitely in China, definitely in India. I mean, definitely... Um, all over right now. It seems all over, no matter where you go. Things are a little just out of control, unsettled. And it's sad because, you know, again, I like to come out here at night and listen to the crickets and look up at the moon and just enjoy the stillness and the peace I suppose I shouldn't say stillness because the nighttime has its own action. It has its own stuff going on, its own sounds. But there just, you know, aren't as many people just running around being, well, I should say out in the country, I guess. Where I am at this particular moment, nighttime is very settling. And... It's hard to find that quiet lately. It's hard to find the peace. Right now, there's so much yelling and screaming and violence going on. So many people pointing fingers at each other and so many people blaming and not taking accountability. And so many people trying to cram their beliefs down other people's throats, so much just unrest, and it's sad. I wish that we would all realize that we're trying to, you know, we're trying to protect our beliefs, and that's wonderful. We're trying to protect our beliefs. We're trying to protect, um, at least in America, Um, I can only speak for America. I don't want to speak for people in other countries, Um, but I'm assuming it's the same in other countries. We're all just trying to protect what we feel is right. And some people's version of what is right is different than others, of course. So that's when it becomes a problem, when our beliefs clash with 
another person's or another group of people's beliefs. Every podcast, I swear, I have a cat. Every single podcast, I say, every podcast, I have a cat bombing, uh, video bombing, not video, podcast bombing. I don't know what you'd call it. Now it's my cat, Ragu. I tell you, I've been saying this every single podcast, that every cat is going to introduce themselves and it's going to be a different cat at each time. And so far it has been. This is Ragu. He's my kitten. He's my newest kitten. He's inside wanting to be outside. I'm not allowing him to be because he is only five months old. So he has no business being outside. I understand. And he's protesting greatly. But that's what we need more of. We need more happy things. We need more positive things. We need more paying it forward. We need more doing, not just talking. We need more action, not words. But the action doesn't have to be violent. The action doesn't have to be shoving it down other people's throats. You know, the action could be that we're reaching an olive branch out to someone that we don't normally see eye to eye with. I know I'm a broken record and I preach this all the time. So basically, it's just frustrating because so many things when you look back um, were people were laughing, laughing at, oh, ha, ha. you cannot possibly think that getting not getting the vaccine, not being vaccinated is healthy. How could you possibly, you're risking other people's lives, you're risking the lives of others by not getting vaccinated. And yet, here we are, many of us unvaccinated and still living. And come to find out that they didn't listen to science. And one minute they're preaching at the very beginning of this, no masks are needed, no masks are needed. We don't need to close the borders to China. Don't, we need to go ahead and allow everybody from China and all over the world to come in, to come in. And then the next minute, no, keep everybody out and wear masks. And they just flip-flop. The government flip-flops depending on who is giving them money, depending on who they owe favors to. And it's all just a big corrupt shit show. And it's not just America. Other people have corrupt governments as well. And it's sad. It's sad that there is a group of people that would allow our health to decline allow us to get broke, so broke that we're on the streets for their own greater good. It's sad that we have a government that would allow its own people to be poor and on the streets cold and hungry just for their own greater good. It's sad that they would allow misinformation and censor, and they would censor information you know, they would get on all the social media sites and censor people so that facts don't get out, so that science doesn't get out, so that evidence doesn't get out. It's sad that censorship is happening. It's sad that rights are being taken away. It's just a sad time in America right now. And like I said, every country seems to kind of have their own problems and it's been weighing on my mind. It's been something that's really been weighing on my mind. So 
That is one of the things keeping me up. The other has been um, family and addiction. Again, it's I talked about this in my last podcast, and it's still keeping me up. It's still keeping me up. That's not going to go away anytime soon. And, you know, I spoke about this. My son went to a treatment program and um, for alcoholism and gambling. And it's a 12-step program, but it's like a, a retreat where they meditate and they also do exercise and they do many things. And it's more of like a uh, a retreat in a way. And he completed all but the 12th step. He left at the last, um, on the last step. And that really just broke my heart for him and for his son and just everybody. I feel obviously following through is a big deal. Following through is important. Following through is symbolic. And why would you quit at the last step? Um, so I'm concerned and I'm worried. You know, I'm I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that it won't affect him in a negative way. I hope that he'll be able to still stick with staying sober and not gambling. I'm hoping to God that he'll be one of the, you know, few that will be able to stay sober without completing the program. Um, oh my goodness, Ragu. I'm, again, it's really hard to be the parent of an adult that you really have no control over. You can't lock them up and put bubble tape around them and you know, barricade the doors and make it where they can't go anywhere and hurt themselves. And that just is hard. Now there's an airplane. Seriously, this happened last time. I must have recorded my podcast probably four or five times. And holy cow, that is really loud. Wow. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) uh, that happened last time. And I was like, all right, I won't record it, but I'm not giving up. Dang it. I'm persevering. I'm sorry that you guys have to listen to all this. My goodness. Anyway, it's hard. It's hard. Addiction is hard for the person with the addiction problem. Obviously, it's very hard for them mentally and physically. And it's hard when you just they have to do it for themselves and you can't pick them up. You know, I'm an enabler, I guess. I didn't think I was, but I am. And it's hard to not want to kind of be that pooper scooper. I've always been one to want to care for people and make sure nobody, you know, gets hurt. I've always been that little responsible mom of the group. That's like, we can't do that. That's not safe. And then every once in a while, I get irresponsible once in a while, and I consider myself just all wild and crazy because I did something, you know, wild and crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm no angel. I've I've done some things, but, you know, really in the grand scheme of things, I haven't done anything all that bad. Although I did, I don't know why I did this. And Allison, I know that you're listening, and this was kind of hilarious, but... um. Um, my friend April and I decided that we thought it'd be a fantastic idea to take my um, parents' car um, that was at the time a 1990 Grand Prix, and um, it was a brand new car, 
we were 15 years old and we figured that instead of walking to the store to get some candy bars that we wanted to drive. Now, this was in a very small little town of like 2,000 people. Actually, it was less than that. It was like 1,200 people. And walking to the store would have taken us maybe a half an hour at the most. And we thought, nah. Now, of course, we didn't have our driver's license because we were 15. And I don't know what in the hell possessed us to do this because obviously this isn't cool. But at the time we thought, I know, we're going to take the car and we're going to go get candy bars and then we're going to come back. And we thought, well, it's a small town and no one will know. The dumb thing is there was like one cop in that town and that cop knew everybody and he knew us and we knew him and we all knew each other and everybody knew everybody. So there were eyes, you know, all over the place, but we still were like, eh. So we take the car. And we get to the store and we're like, yes, we are so sneaky. We are so ninja. We did this. And then we, and I drove to the store. I am the one that drove there. And then my friend April decides to drive back because, you know, she's got to get in on the action. And so now she's driving my parents' car and also does not have her license. And, you know, we're almost home. We're in the home stretch. And we're celebrating. And we're like, yes, we are uh, sneaky McSneakers. Look at us go. And we're almost home. And then all of a sudden, who comes passing us? Who comes the other way? My friend's mom. Yeah, my friend's mom. And she sees us. And she's looking at us. And I decide, because I'm not driving, that I'm going to duck. I don't know why. I don't know why I was ducking. First of all, she already saw us. And secondly, ducking isn't really going to do any good because she still knows that April's driving the car. And because her daughter, Allison, is also in our class and we're all friends and we know each other, she knows us very well. And she knows that we don't have our driver's license. And so, of course, she follows us to my house and we get in the driveway. And She's basically like, what in the hell are you guys thinking? And I don't know why I decide to say this. Somehow I think that this is okay to say and it's going to make everything better. But I blurt out, well, April has her permit. And of course, a permit is no good when you don't have someone that's 21 or older driving with you. So I don't know why I thought that would somehow make it okay. And she'd go, oh, okay then. She did not, of course. And she laid into us like she should have. I obviously she should definitely have said something to us. But surprisingly, she never actually told our parents. Um, and um, I think it's because she knew that we were just idiots and that we weren't going to do it again because both of us did feel bad. We genuinely did. And we knew we were dumb and we knew we probably wouldn't get away with it a second time. And we did have a good conscience. So by no means was I perfect. I did a lot of shit. And, you know, we all do that stuff and then we don't want our kids to follow in our footsteps. But we all have that one story, you know. I mean, I don't have just one story. I'd like to lie and say I had just one. I have a couple of stories, yes. But again, in the grand scheme of things, I was a very good and responsible um, adult, young adult and teenager. I mean, when you're from a small town, you kind of have a lot of people looking out after you. And when you are a teenager trying to get away with shit, that's not always a good thing. You're like, damn it, 
There's always somebody that will find out. Someone's parent will always find out when you're from a small town. And when you're young, you think that sucks. But when you get older and you live in that same small town and you have kids, you're like, yes, thank God we're a small town that has each other's back. We keep an eye on each other. It has its pros. It has its cons, of course. Small towns are good and bad (laughs) for a lot of reasons. You always know you can count on someone to come, you know, like I said, watch out for your son or daughter to pick them up if they need to be picked up. You know, we have a good support system whenever someone was in a pickle or needed money or had a health issue or whatever. We rallied behind one another. At the same time, there's a lot of gossip. There's a lot of, you know, people talking behind backs and that sucks, but I'd much rather be from a small town than a big city any day. You would never catch me living in a big city anymore. Couldn't do it. You couldn't pay me. You literally could not pay me to live in Portland, Oregon, uh, for about 100,000 reasons. I would never live in Portland, Oregon. You could literally give me $1 million and free rent in Portland, and I would say, no, thank you. Anyway, so what else has been on on my mind? I got to tell you... Um, This thing with my mom is still really getting to me. I posted something on TikTok yesterday and today about the COVID policies and how they kept my mom and I from um, seeing each other and how COVID policies really screwed it up for a lot of family, a lot of family members. Um, There were so many people that were kept away from their loved ones And what pisses me off is they were kept away for no reason. They were kept away for our government's own greed. I did not get to see my mom in her dying days. I did not get to comfort her. I did not get to be with her while she still had her memory. I didn't get to hold her hand. I didn't get to hug her. I didn't get to touch her. I didn't get to help her in any way. I didn't get to make sure that she got a shower. I didn't get to make sure that she got cared for properly. Strangers got to be with my mom. Strangers were around my mom, but I couldn't be. Where's the logic in that? Tell me where the logic is that I could not be with my mom in, especially in a private room with the door shut. I could not be with my mom wearing a mask. I could not be my mom with my mom while she was vaccinated. I could not be with my mom, but other people could be with my mom that may or may not have been vaccinated. I couldn't be with my mom, but housekeepers, CNAs, med techs, nurses, doctors, they could all be with my mom. So many people lost precious time that they will never get back because of unrealistic and illogical and unnecessary COVID policies put in place by dear old Kate Brown. Dear old Kate Brown ripped people's lives away, giving misinformation, giving false information, all for greed and power. 
this administration took away lives and they lied about who was dying from COVID. They lied so much. There were so many statistics that were not correct. They were saying that people were dying of COVID that did not die of COVID. There were also false positives for the COVID tests. And it's infuriating to know that so many people went through what I did. It's infuriating to me to know how many elderly died alone for no reason whatsoever. It haunts me. It's haunting me to the point that I I cry randomly in the middle of the day. I cry in the middle of the night. I randomly get pissed and I want to throw things. And it's infuriating because I feel so small and so helpless because we're ran by a government that is so power hungry, they don't give a shit about anything but what they want, what they need, about money, about who they owe favors to. God, it's just sad that we've become these little ants to them that they can just step on. And it's infuriating that my mom became a casualty that someone else's mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, sister, brother, friend became a casualty and they don't lose an ounce of sleep. I'm losing sleep. I'm losing so much sleep. And they are sitting in their Egyptian cotton beds, not losing one ounce of sleep. They're going to their sex islands, not getting in trouble for it. There are people coming into this country by the thousands daily. And while they're coming into this country illegally, people are losing their lives to fentanyl, losing their lives to murder, getting their houses broken into, getting addicted to fentanyl. It's just a shit show under an administration that doesn't care at all. Again, not losing sleep while the rest of us are trying to figure out where we're going to sleep. There are so many people trying to figure out where they're going to get their next meal because inflation is so high you can't afford anything. And people can't afford to keep working, but Amazon sure can. I got to tell you, I stopped using Amazon. I won't use Amazon again. I use Etsy because it's owned by small businesses. I'm going to support the small businesses. They need support now more than anything. You know, they get through COVID and they're like, yes, finally, I got through COVID. And now they're dealing with all this bullshit. It's ridiculous. And shame on those of you out there that are just sitting back and taking our taxpayer monies while you sit around and do nothing at all. You don't try to get a job. You're not contributing to this country whatsoever. You're just sitting back reaping rewards that the rest of us have to put our blood, sweat, and tears into. When we're feeling depressed and exhausted or not feeling good, we have to go to work while you just sit back and reap rewards. It's insane. Now here's Jasper. It's insane and um, shame on you. But again, not losing any sleep over it, I'm sure. I'm sure the lazy people out there that like the administration, of course they're going to like the administration. It just promotes their laziness. It gives them an excuse to continue to be lazy and make excuses for it. 
I'm sorry, I'm not an excuse kind of gal. I mean, sure, I've made a few. I've made some excuses, yeah. But as a whole, I take responsibility. I take accountability like we all should. Sometimes the shit's going to hit the fan and life isn't going to be easy. And sometimes it's going to be unfair. That doesn't mean it's somebody else's problem. Anyway, these are the things that have been keeping me up. And I'm hoping that whatever you're struggling with, you know, I'm hoping that you have someone to talk to, whether it's a friend, a family member, a counselor, a coworker, I don't know. But I hope that you have someone to talk it over with because addiction right now is on the rise. You know, whether it's alcohol or drugs, it's on the rise because so many people are depressed at the state of the world right now. So I hope whoever's listening has someone they can talk to. I hope they have someone they can go to and, you know, get out their frustrations because if you let them build up and you let them eat at you, it's just, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be healthy. Anyway, for what it's worth, I'm listening. And thank you for those of you that are listening every time giving me that chance every time, continuing to give me a chance. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm Courtney Perry, and you have been listening to The Ramblings of an Insomniac. Till next time.